Sega. If you're strong, you can fly. You can reach the other side of the podcast. It's alright, sit and chill. There's an hour left to fill, and we gotta go fast. That's what so makes sense. Knock, knock, it's Nathan. Howdy, y'all, again, and welcome to the GHZ, a podcast about Sonic the Hedgehog. On behalf of my three fellow co hosts, we are so happy you're here as always. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about it. TT Sonic Joshua. I'm not going to do a new thing every week. I can't be bothered. I really can't. Um, but what I can be bothered to do, of course, is get that YouTube channel up and running. And uh, yeah, it's, it's looking great. Go and. Uh, Go and have a subscribe if you like. We haven't got a custom URL yet, so I can't give you that, but I imagine the link will be in the description. Anyway, Grant, what are you saying? Oh, uh, yeah, this is Grant. And hey, I'm Grant. Uh, folks, we're here. We are at the episode that we've all dreaded to do, uh, but we're going to do it. <laughs> and thanks for joining us, whether you're listening on audio uh, through, I don't know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google or whatever it is, or hey, on YouTube. So whichever it is, give us a like and a subscribe and a mm. five-star rating. And how about that theme song? Oh, that theme song's so good. Leave a comment about how good, good the theme it. song is. Thanks, man. And uh, yeah, join the Discord, follow us on Twitter, engage with us. We're doing this to engage with you, the dear audience. Mm. So engage back with us. Let's get engaged. Here's Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lee. I'm the podcast mascot. Just like Skrillex from Dubstep. <laughs> ah. Never heard of that guy. Yeah, he's from the band Dubstep. And oh, yeah. To all, yeah. yeah, to all the people Love out there. early stuff. Yeah. Mm. If Dubstep is your favorite band, then this is the podcast for you. Tell this all your friends. For. Yeah. The, kid, the kids do love the dubstep, don't they? Um, and they listen to it uh, in the video games because that's popular in video games now. It turns up now and again in certain Sonic the Hedgehog video games have a little touch of that flavor to it. I feel like none of you have ever met a child in your life. They like, they do. Look, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't fucking, I don't play Sonic games. I don't fucking listen to music. Well, I, I don't listen to music that came out in the last 20 years because I'm cool and I'm on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no... I am on the internet though. Just like dubstep with this podcast, it takes a little while for the beat to drop, but you know when it you know when it mm. does, and you're like, oh shit. Now they're getting into it. And this, this is this is the part where it's just like just ramping up a little bit. We're just like, ooh, you can start to feel the rhythm of it. What is mm. it? Where's the beat? Where's the beat gonna come from? Uh, That's up, usually when we introduce up. the person who's with us, I guess. Yeah. Which uh we'll do now. Hey, mm. we're joined again by uh a longtime GHZer. He's mm. been on the show before. Uh, he also edits this fine audio program. Give it up for wow. Bo. Yeah, that's when the beat drops. There it is. I'm the tallest of mountains, the roughest of waves. Oh, is that your dog trying to join in? And my dog is also the tallest of mountains and the roughest of waves. I know that we refer to you as classic Bo and your little boy is, of course, modern Bo. So would that be furry Bo in the background there? <laughs> let's not call her that okay <laughs> yeah don't get any ideas josh look man i'm not a furry right i'm just saying ruse the back you know come on now hope we all got our rabies shots oh yeah oh come on oh, it's too soon for bat jokes but ah come on <laughs> we're over it now it's cured yeah we're anyway. we're in year three right <laughs> Jesus. speaking of years uh when Bo and I were just chatting before we started recording, uh, we had the realization of time that it has been five years since Sonic Forces and Sonic Mania came out. Five years. That's wild to me. I think the troll opinion is that the last five years are actually pretty good if you're a new Sonic fan. So you've got Mania. Hell yeah. You've got Forces. We'll get there. But you got Team Sonic Racing. You've got the movie. The new comic book. Comic book, Colors Ultimate. It's not the worst five-year stretch in the in the history of the franchise, yeah. It does feel like it's it's trending upwards, as the kids are saying. Actually, that's, I think that's like a financial thing. Anyway, yeah, I feel like it's trending upwards. 
That's what the boss babies are saying. They are. You get that distinct feeling. Stop it. You get that distinct feeling that it's not really for me anymore, but it's for somebody. And that's nice because, I mean, it wasn't long ago that it was for absolutely no one with any sort of sense. Um, but I see it's doing all right in it. I think the worst thing about Force is it just was, it wasn't the worst thing. You couldn't even talk about that. It wasn't the best thing. It was just sort of there, really. And in the shadow of Sonic Mania, no pun intended, <laughs> um, it was um, just a bit of a, a bit of a, a wet fart, really, wasn't it? Actually, that's not a wet fart's pretty fucking destructive, isn't it? Um, it's 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 disappointing. I don't know. It's mashed potato without any mustard in it. Mustard. Give it a try. Yeah, not like your gross American hot dog mustard. I'm talking about. Hey, fucking... don't diss the yellow mustard. Hey, yo, it, leave the mustard alone, pal. Would uses. you? Hey, I'm putting mustard on things here. Look, man, I don't fucking want to hear it. I love like, I love all mustards equally. Yeah, it's the 21st century. It sounds like you don't. I'm just, fine. I'm just having a pop. I've got. It's my. I'm contractually obliged to be annoying to Americans at least once per day. Sonic Forces was, I think, the first modern Sonic game that I played through to completion because I missed, unless you're counting the adventure games, but I feel like that's not where modern Sonic really starts properly, right? It's more starting with Unleashed. Yeah, with that's the, Unleashed. The boost gameplay. Uh, so I was I dipped out of Sonic fandom and interest for the better part of 10 years or so was just not that and mania brought me back when mania was announced it was like oh huh what this i Mm. i did all the like cartoon my eyes bulged (laughs) out of my head my heart was like beating through my shirt it was like i was stamping my foot i was doing the whole thing i was a cartoon wolf for a second and then i was like whoa you can be a cartoon wolf in sonic forces oh (laughs) so sonic forces kind of like brought me back like I was like, well, I'll try this out. I enjoyed Mania so much, and now here's this new game. I haven't played any of these, so I went into it kind of naively, with mm. uh, with uh, with baby eyes of like, okay, this isn't so bad. This is not okay. I can see why I haven't been playing these games, uh, <laughs> because it's not very fun, and the levels are very short, and it's we'll get into the specifics of it. But yeah, it was after that that I went back and finished Sonic Generations, started Sonic Unleashed. Right. The last time I was on here, the only modern Sonic game I had played was Generations. And since then, I've played everything you can play on PC. I think it's an aesthetic failure in that it doesn't look that good. And it's about war. And that's weird for the Sonic series. (laughs) And maybe it's a contextual failure because it seems to overshadow Mania, at least in the marketing and Sega wanted you to buy the one and not the other. But if you take the context the other way uh, and put it up against Lost World, massive success. Mm. Way to go. Steered out of that terrible skid and back into the safety of the boost formula. Yeah, I Lost World's one where I I haven't finished it. That's another one where it's like I've played a couple of the levels, uh, but never actually went through to completion there. But Forces, I at least did complete it. It's such a 180 aesthetically. Lost World is a straight up ripoff of Mario in an extremely good way. It's bright colors and kind of a wacky, goofy aesthetic throughout. And Forces is dark and grim and Sonic gets tortured for six months, at least in the English version. (laughs) We never actually get to see it, though, which is a disappointment. Come on, show us Sonic getting tortured for six months. Where's the Sonic waterboarding scene? I read that that's not in the Japanese version. Maybe Lee knows that for sure. Yeah, I think that's the case. Um, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I think they sort of write it in Japanese first, and then translate it to English, and then they uh, punch it up a little, and it goes through. It then gets like retranslated and approved at every step. So it wasn't like maybe back in the old days where things weren't as well coordinated. Um, it's just pff, one of those things. It was all a bit of a shit show. Yeah. How, how did they fuck it up that bad if they're still they're, they're communicating properly and doing it all properly and they still fucked it up? It's just weird to me. Do you think, do you think they said, Sonic, Sonic, we're going to release a compilation of your best games and you'll hear more about it by the end of the year. And then yeah. six months later, he's like, no. We've not heard more about it. We're in a new year now. 
What torture? Uh, <laughs> that was the torture. Oh, yeah. I think they just made him play Lost World. I've barely played Lost World and y'all can't make me. No, don't. don't <laughs> please, I, I implore you, please stay as far away from that game as possible. <laughs> well, okay, so talking about the, the story and the setting, did anybody else flashback like when i first saw the setting for it i was like oh this is kind of interesting that they're maybe trying to incorporate the saturday morning cartoon aesthetic in a little bit where mm. eggman has taken over the world and sonic is part of a, a rebellious group of freedom fighters that are trying to take it back and then in the execution of it it's not much like sat am at all but at first i was like oh that's maybe they're trying to like incorporate different parts from you know different the different uh, uh branches of the franchise into the mainline series uh did anybody else have that like reaction or connection to it yeah i certainly don't think it was an intentional callback to the cartoon um because purely because sonic team doesn't really seem to have any interest in using anything from that other than chili dogs but when that when that has had such a big presence in like the Sonic fandom, because the cartoon was like a bit of a fan favorite, and then you had the comic books, which ran for years and years and years, and sort of built off of that premise. Um, it's hard not to draw comparisons between the two, but yeah, like you're saying, it's a very different execution. Um, the cartoon you had like your like lush forests, and then you had your cyberpunk dystopian everything's gray and black and metal um real metropolis um whereas here it's just like you've got your green hill zone you've got some cities and stuff and they've just been bombed to shit it's not really they don't really do that cyberpunk thing yeah you never really it never feels like in the level aesthetics that eggman has actually taken over the world because it's just no partly because it's the the settings are so limited in the actual stages like there's the death egg there's green hill chemical plant metropolis there's a jungle and it never quite feels like oh this is this is the bad future where eggman has taken over it seems like oh this is just the usual sonic route through a game just sort of zigzagging a bit yeah it's it's weird um it's not told very clearly for story um and there was a leaked script so you can see that the script was like locked down like about a couple of years before it released but playing the game it's still like okay this isn't entirely what was intended um because it starts off the first level is supposed to be six months before eggman has taken over the world but you've still got like a ruined green hill that's been turned half deserty and sandy and at the end there's a big wrecked death egg robot so it's like it's like the world has already been at war and some shit's already gone down, but that's supposed to be day one. Yeah, it's just uh, it's a bit of a mess. Is that literally how it works then? I didn't get, I didn't pick that up at all. Yeah, yeah. So level one, Green Hill, and Sonic's like, oh, it looks more like Sand Hill, and then there's a like <laughs> ruined, like <laughs> toppled over Death Egg robot at the end. It's like, well, who did that? Who knocked that over? Um, then Sonic's in the city. Um, Infinite resistance did it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, well the resistance hasn't yeah. been formed. They haven't been formed yet. This is, like, this is day one, right? So then, then Infinite shows. We're in like a ruined like city, and then Infinite shows up, beats up Sonic. Then it's like, oh, then Eggman took over the world. Just does it text on screen. Eggman took took over the world six months later. Sonic's missing, etc. All that is a model of clarity compared to how classic Sonic shows up. Yeah, it just it just appears and i mean like the context for that comes from playing sonic mania which is a much better time but if you haven't played sonic mania it's just like oh oh classic sonic's here i guess for phantom ruby did it it's all over the place and even if you like i did play mania first and it, and it the the connection between the games is frustrating from the mania perspective before the dlc arrived anyway because at the end of Mania, Sonic just disappears. It's like as, as though he dies. And you're like, oh, I guess this is to be continued into Sonic Forces. But then in Sonic Forces, he appears without any real context. And you're like, I just so he just came here. This is this is the payoff to it. This is it feels very empty. 
is the idea that Mania ends, Classic Sonic is transported into the Forces world, then Forces end, and then Classic Sonic goes into the Mania Adventures cartoon? Yes and no. Or the DLC, I guess. Right. So there's um, Encore mode in Sonic Mania Plus, and there's Sonic Mania Adventures, and they both pick up after Sonic Forces, so they're both his returns. It's almost like they're alternate versions of a story. It's like, it could be Minior Adventures next, or it could be Encore Modes next. But Lee, where does that fit into the two worlds theory? I remember that really threw fans for a loop, too, because Sonic Generations establishes classic Sonic as just being Sonic, but younger. But then in Sonic Forces... I think classic yeah. Sonic is referred to as Sonic from another dimension. Another dimension and so people are like, yeah. what does this mean? Another dimension, which to me, I just, I just interpret as like, Oh, they just, they mean the past, but, but <laughs> people were like, no, this means that classic Sonic and modern Sonic are two different worlds. And then there's two worlds for modern Sonic. So really there's three worlds. Yeah. And I guess they asked Izuka and they were like, are there two worlds? Izuka shoving a microphone in his face. Like, what do you think about two world theories? And he's just like, yeah, sure. Okay. And then everyone was like, what? Izuka confirmed. <laughs> no, it, it all has been officially confirmed. So, um, no, it's been deconfirmed. You know, that word that exists. Deconfirmed. Um, okay. So deconfirmed now. Okay. Well, there are two different things going on here. Around the time of Sonic Colors, um, Izuka was saying, oh yeah, um, all the animals live on one world, all the humans live on another world, and for the past decade people have been like, what? That doesn't make sense, that's not how it was in Sonic Adventure, or Sonic Adventure 2, or Shadow the Hedgehog, or Sonic 2006, or <laughs> Sonic Rush, or <laughs> all, the all, yeah. Yeah, all these various examples. Um, yeah, and then the, secre- the second separate thing was as of Sonic Forces and Sonic Mania, um, the official line became Classic Sonic and Modern Sonic, they're alternate alternate universes, alternate dimensions. Um, So recently they have backtracked and said, oh no, the humans and animals do live on the same planet, that's fine. But Classic Sonic and Modern Sonic, they're still alternate dimensions. Are you talking about the Tails Tube youtube Tales twitter tube. thing yes oh yeah yeah so there they he says that it's one world the humans live on the massive continents and the island and the islands are populated by the anthro animals yeah the smaller islands with lots of different landscapes and climates and theme parks <laughs> which brings into question of like well where are the humans during sonic forces if eggman took over the entire world maybe he just <laughs> took over the entire animal world Maybe the humans are just sleeping and they're not worried about it, or if that all happens off screen, we have no idea. Well, that's difficult to reconcile. That city they're in looks quite, it looks like City Escape, doesn't it? So that's San Francisco, our city that they're running about and yeah. it's all destroyed. But it's, it's got like a bit of sort of green hillishness kind of going on in the background. So yeah. it does seem like, okay, it's like a little animal town adjacent to Green Hill. Um, but actually, in the text at the beginning, where it's like Eggman took over the world, um, except for a few um, remote areas. So it's like, okay, well, that's why we only see the animals, because it's just for remote areas. Um, I mean, that wasn't the intention at the time. At the time, they were operating under the logic of this is just an animal world. Um, but yeah, I guess that's how you look at it now. But yeah, like we were saying, there's Nonsense. only like five or six different locations in the game you've got green hill chemical plant metropolis death egg um the like city um jungle it's like yeah that's that's your lot do you think in comparison to generations that the classic ones are reasonably good but the modern ones are not that good for forces yeah well they're they retread some of the same ground there's a remake of green hill in generations and one in forces and i think the generations one is better and then you've got chemical plant in both games and i think i might like the forces classic chemical plant a little bit better that's actually a good level with lots of different paths and cool gimmicks there are there are some things i like about how classic sonic plays in forces over how classic sonic plays in generations the spin dash for one uh mm-hmm. rather than just being a button you have to actually like you know crouch and then press the button to do it also you have the drop dash now in uh sonic forces for classic 
and the level layouts felt it it felt like the classic sonic stages were more fun in forces than the modern sonic stages in forces i would say i generally prefer the classic stages to modern in forces but i'm not sure if i i it's like a toss-up of which classic sonic is better between forces and generations in generations i feel like i always prefer playing as the modern sonic stages and classic is a little bit of a chore whereas in forces all of the modern Sonic stages are an absolute chore, but the classic Sonic stages have some enjoyability to them. But they're, they're a quick chore. I, my chief criticism of the modern Sonic stages in Forces is that they're so short. Yeah. The classic ones seem to be about the right length, and Chemical Plant and Death Egg, I think, are standing up on their own as pretty good levels. Uh, but the, the modern ones, it's like two minutes is pretty long for one of those and you never get a really good one like you do in generations like there's no level that's even approaching a rooftop run or even a i don't know like a green hill modern in generations yeah i just think across the boards generations is better um just in every aspect and the only thing like you said grant the only thing um well you didn't say the only thing but the spin dash that's better in forces. Um, you could still do the rev up in generations, um, but it was optional. They wanted you to use it like a boost, and it was really overpowered. So yeah, the spin dash is better in forces, but level design, everything else, generations is just a lot better. Um, like before the game released, a lot of people were down on it. They're like, "Oh, this is going to be garbage. This looks terrible." And whereas I was like, okay, I kind of wanted, after Sonic Generations, I wanted something like that again, but a bit better. And looking at Sonic Forces or the trailers, I was like, okay, well, this looks like Generations again, but maybe not quite as good. And then when I played it, I felt like it was significantly worse than Generations. Forces always seemed like a budget title i mean, it was priced that way and it seems like its development cycle was compressed i mean i wasn't paying too much attention no, to it they, but yeah dude, they were making that game for like five years or something right i mean i don't think they were actively making it for five years it was probably one of those things i i mean again i wasn't following the development or anything that closely but i would imagine that it was rebooted or um they had reset to a few times well it's an interesting question because if it was a in development at the same time as lost world then that's interesting in that they had such different conceptions of where the series was going simultaneously. But if it's a reaction to Lost World, then uh, great job. You went back in the correct direction. <laughs> yeah, this whole era is just like indicative of them. Feel I, It's apparent to me that they really had no idea what the hell they were doing with the direction of the series or anything mm-hmm. really. And they were just like kind of throwing everything at the wall to see what's stuck. You would think there would be more continuity because it's the same director morio kishimoto who yeah. directed lost world and colors uh and as well as it. as forces um and he led design on the wii game secret rings and black knight also he'll be directing frontiers so look yeah, forward to that, well for yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. is there no they've not got anybody else there there's like three fucking people working there some skeleton crew you know massive 200 person office light one light flickering in the corner and just a couple of people just dotted about like you know just i mean that's kind of like 90s processor pcs like just what what have they got i've not got anyone else left what do you think of the theory that this game was focus tested for a younger audience and maybe the short levels are part of that i've heard somebody make that defense of it i don't know if it's true my assumption was always that it was like a technical limitation since they were targeting on releasing this on switch Two, I feel like they, mm. or it was that and probably budget as far as like, again, that everything about forces to me screams that it was kind of just like a very compressed development cycle. They were trying yeah. to like get whatever out that they could for the timing to coincide with mania and whatever other marketing um, campaigns that they had set up already. Yeah. There's, there's signs of that all over the game. Um, there's like a lot of, a lot of reused assets or, you know, partially remade assets. Um, so you've got the giant like Death Egg robots, and it's like, yeah, they've been given a new coat of paint. They're all gray and 
um, militaristic looking, but you can tell that, yeah, they just took that thing from Sonic Generations. Um, one of the bosses is the Egg Dragoon from Sonic Unleashed and Sonic Generations. That's one thing they did do better than Generations. It, pl- it plays completely differently. So yeah. it's not like, oh, this is a repeat of the same boss. It's just, oh yeah, visually, it's the same boss, which that's a shortcut. Because there's no reason to reuse, there's no reason to reuse that specific, like machine, that specific boss machine. There's no reason for it other than, yeah, it's it's easy. We've got the model. We're being yeah. we're being thrifty. We're like, and that's not that's not always a bad thing. You know, I'm not gonna be one of those twats. Of, oh goddamn lazy devs! They're, they're <laughs> lazy using, devs. They're reusing the. Devs. The same tree as the previous game. <laughs> They're reusing the same skybox as the previous. No, it's only good if there's a new skybox. You know, I'm not this being one of those guys. Example. Yeah, this, no, this, this is, is this is an bad, extreme though, example. Like, Green Hill Zone and Chemical Plant Zone are basically lifted wholesale. Oh, Chemical Plant Zone's got some fucking icicles in it. Congratulations, I took you four years. Well done. Like it's it's nonsense. <laughs> like Green Hill Zone. Yeah, again, like they, oh, you know just grab the fucking paint bucket tool and put it from green to yellow and like <laughs> i guess it's sandhill <laughs> like it's oh, fuck it's, I, will, it's shit. I will say it does look like quite different to sonic generations don't you dare don't you fucking dare to no 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 i'm not because i'm listening to what i'm about to say but it looks oh. worse it looks worse okay, thank you it looks nicer in sonic generations and it um, does it does and they have not just reused assets, like you say, the palm trees or whatever. Because, yeah, don't go make new palm trees. Don't waste time doing that. But, like, entire, like, those the wooden panels that were behind where the um, the swinging platforms are in that one section, that whole level chunks were completely ported over and reused again. Like, it's... That's taking the piss, man. Like, come on. You know, I will say I'm not necessarily... People are always like, oh, Green Hill, why is it Green Hill again? But given the concept of this game, that it's like Eggman's taken over the world, it's like, okay, you would want to see something from yeah. a previous Sonic game, but oh no, it's all been ruined by Eggman. And Green Hill, yeah, that's the obvious choice. So yeah, fair enough. But then it's like, okay, if you think, what would Green Hill Zone look like if Eggman took it over? You wouldn't think, oh yeah, it would be like a, a desert, there would be a pyramid. A like, where's that yeah, come why? from? What's... I guess he polluted it so much that all the grass turned into sand. What the fuck are you talking about? Right, they don't, they don't even... You... Like, they don't even... Oh. <laughs> they don't... What, which of the two worlds are you from where that kind of thing is going to happen? <laughs> there, there's, no, there's no... Con- so there's no... <laughs> No, there's no context for it. If they were like, oh yeah, Eggman implanted a machine into the Earth and it sucked up all the nutrients, it turned everything into... You know, mm. if it was like a bit of a nausea of the Valley of the Wind, if he had something yeah. like that going In on. In a life-sucking machine, and there's like, the Sea of Corruption was coming and something. Right, you know? right. Like, they could have if done gonna, that. Yeah. Or they could have... Yeah, you know, Sonic Chaos, you had your Mecha Green Hill Zone. You could have yeah, done that. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah, is what I was thinking. Yeah, like a bad future. Like a you know, there's a, the water's now oil, and the and the palm trees are made of metal. That kind of it's Doctor Who fucking Botnik. That's what he does. Yeah, we did that in Sonic CD with Palm Tree Panic, the bad future. It's yeah, sand. Where did that come from? Like what? <sighs> it's just stupid. Yeah, very it's very dumb. strange choice. Mm. I wasn't bothered by the return of Green Hill and Chemical Plant, and I think it would be fine and would have gone over a lot better had there simply just been more level themes. But the fact that they're yeah. reused so frequently and that there's only like five or six total themes really makes it stick out of like, okay, but two of like, so only three of two of them, only two or three of them are new the Metropolis, mm. the Jungle, and that's it. The. Yeah, because the sunset heights, I think it's is it. Oh yeah, the sunset heights. Yeah, in the chair, I, think I think the area is just called city, but one of the city <laughs> levels is called wow. sunset heights. You okay, know, because it's like city, Redgate Bridge, city, sunset heights. Okay, it does that kind okay. of thing. But that even then, that looks like uh, it looks like City Escape from Generations, and in the Death Egg, yeah, it's a new zone there's new like you know level geometry and, and new like assets that they've created but it's still the fucking death egg yeah and that <laughs> that that was a strange choice because that was they weren't recycling assets there they were making new assets but it was still based on 
its appearance in Sonic and Knuckles. So it's like, well, why, if you're creating new assets, why not just do a new level? Why are you doing this, like, pseudo-Sonic Generations thing of bringing back an old level? And, like, do we need the Death Egg again? Like, if the premise is Eggman's taken over the world, it's like, do we need the Death Egg? Shouldn't the action be on the planet? It seemed like a game where they were out of ideas uh, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. It seemed, everything seemed recycled, except for the big major hook to the game, which is the introduction of the Avatar character yes. and the Avatar gameplay, uh, which yeah. is the big main difference here between colors or generations. Or um, any other game so, since. <laughs> or any other game before or after or ever again. Uh, <laughs> now you can be buddies. You can be Sonic's buddy, the rookie, as you'll be called. Uh, so what... Finally, what, it's what, canon. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what was your guys' avatars like? Did did everybody do a cat or uh, what did we do? I of course did a cat because I love cats. Um, Same, but yeah, I mean, I thought the whole thing was fun. I liked that there were different animals and that you could dress them up in an insanely goofy way. Yeah, so I'll I'll say actually it was all in on the avatar like i mean i fucking hate this game um like earlier <laughs> no earlier josh you were saying like oh yeah it's just it's not that bad it's not that great i think it fucking sucks man it's i really <laughs> no i really i really dislike this game and you know some people are saying well it's only slightly worse than colors and jet no it's significantly worse it's bad it's bad but all that being However, said all that being said, I was all on board for the Avatar. I actually think that's yeah. a stroke of genius. I think mm-hmm. it's one of the rare occasions where they looked at the the fandom and what they like about the game, and they also looked at oh, tra- God. no, what they looked at the fandom and their interests in the series, and they also looked at what was popular <laughs> to, in contemporary games. Look, I'm not wrong. Not though, am I? The I am not, art side. No, he's got a point. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not wrong, though, am I? I'm, I'm not wrong. Worse, yes, <laughs> for better or worse, that is what the kids like to do. They like they like their OCs, don't they? That's that's exactly it. It's the kids. They like they like their OCs. They like to write the little fan fictions of the comics or whatever. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about like the thirty year old perverts. I'm talking about hey, I'm right here, <laughs> I, man. Come he, on, us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look well look our interest is in the canon characters like Rouge Rabat I'm not talking about the perverts <laughs> on the, the deviant arts yeah. for example um, no I'm talking about like your little like 8 or 12 year old kids like doing their fan characters and they're like oh yeah yeah it's it's Dusk the cat and he's got a Chaos Emerald in his chest and he can do all this and that and yeah, I mean, for them, that's like, yeah, you can make your own, make your own friend for Sonic, and that's a clever idea. That's a wholesome idea, and yeah. you see custom characters like as a standard in a lot of the more popular games today. Like, oh, I love I, that. yeah, like yeah. Your, your Elden Rings and your, your Elden Sunset. Ring, for example. <laughs> I've watched you spend hours on a character creator, Josh. You I know did. you were all over this. The character and Elden Ring. <laughs> I was just doing it for fun because. Yeah, I, I'm completely with Lee on this one. I love making characters in games. Ever since way back playing like WWF. Yes. Yeah. N64. Yes. Yes. I just used to make characters. Yeah. I didn't like those uh, games, but my friends had no, them. I was wrestling, like, dude. I was like, well, guys. let me, like, yeah, I'll make a cool dude. I'll make, make like guy, Spider-Man yeah. or whatever. And Thups in the Thups games, the popular series Thups, you could, couldn't you? The skateboarding game, you know, Thups. Oh you know yeah. Thups. Yeah. Flips, the Flips games. Great soundtracks. Fantastic soundtracks. We love them. We love it all. Um, at so least the, the music's good. Anyway. Yeah, yeah the, I love the, it. The Avatar, great idea. It's like, yeah, yes. something that's popular in games today and also very specific to the Sonic fandom at the same time. And it's only as cringe as you want it to be. <laughs> um yeah, you've got a decent selection of animals. You've got like you've got all the main ones you'd want. You've got hedgehog, rabbit, cat, dog, bear, bird, um, a few different faces for them. Um, yeah, it's just we didn't really go far enough with it, I think, in the customization because they were all taller than Sonic. He had this fixed height, and it's like, oh, they look sort of gangly, and they had like these scrawny little bodies, which was really weird for the bear. 
because you don't want a skinny bear. He looks ill. Or she looks ill. They all look ill. You don't want a sickly bear. Even if Eggman has taken over the world for six months. I didn't really make very many uh, avatars, but my experience was significantly improved by making uh, other Sonic characters. So I have a dead ringer for Knuckles and Mac the Weasel. And it was a lot more fun to play those avatar stages when I could imagine, hey, I'm playing as Mac. A character I give a shit about, yeah. Nathan, did you was your was your character Keith the Cat? Because my my character was <laughs> definitely my cat prince. Actually I'm trying to remember now. Um the point that uh Lee just brought up, I think, about uh like the OCs that kids make and stuff like that. So I have a story about that. Like as a nine year old kid or whatever, somewhere around that age, I also, you know, did that thing where I drew my own Sonic fan character in a notebook. Yeah. And it was a cat because I liked cats back then, even as a young child. And so I think that cat was like named Nails the Cat or whatever because he had claws. And so I think I might have like uh, tried Whoa. to recreate that character in Sonic Forces. That's really um, cute. Just like something from my childhood that was like a distant memory. Yeah, so I thought that was cute. And yes, I, I, I really enjoy the whole character creation bit. I thought that the customization part was pretty well done. A lot of good, interesting options. Although I will say that it felt like a half measure thing because I feel like the gameplay of the avatar character and again, they give you like you have a choice between a certain number of powers or whatever. It's been a long time since I played this game. I, the gameplay of the avatar character I think is not very interesting and i actually wanted to talk a little bit about that because i think it's kind of an interesting thought experiment i guess on how to make a customizable character within you know the sonic gameplay mechanics because you can't just like give the character all the same powers as sonic right because sonic is unique and he's kind of like a one of a kind with his speed and the spinning and uh the other special moves he has but then it just feels like a kind of boring generic um I don't know, third person action platformer type character in Sonic Forces and like not even a good implementation of it. It to me, uh, from what I remember of it, it's kind of like maybe Ratchet and Clank, but like much, much worse. Yeah, dude, I was going to say it's like a crap Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, <laughs> you never really get much chance to use the wisp guns or wisp bonds. Like it's a rare yeah. treat that you have the power up where you can actually use it. And then you screw it up and then you can't use it again. <laughs> It fulfills the fantasy of like, what if what if your OC from when you were eight or nine years old could be in the same game as Sonic and just suck ass? What if <laughs> what if your OC could exist as Sonic with Sonic and just be completely useless, have no name or identity, be disrespected by Knuckles at every turn, but All the time, have yeah. I think some of the best music in the game is in the Avatar stages. For me personally, I really like. Um, fighting onward from spaceport and moonlight battlefield and they're they're more like edm tracks with but you know they've got like vocals and i like they them. They're, they're definitely like different from the usual sonic music vibe but oh. edm uh, is that I, another I, I band better. like dubstep <laughs> yeah edm the band <laughs> electronic dancing monthly um <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> nobody on their oh, certain days yeah. is gonna get that <laughs> um, I remember quite liking Moonlight Battlefield, um, but I don't know if that's Stockholm Syndrome because it wasn't the, that the one where it's like your your bubsy like water slide, your your oh that's your, sucked. Your Kissifer, did Kissifer have one of those? <laughs> Dude, can I, can I talk about this water slide for a second? Only for you a can. second. You I may. fucking hated it. You know, I, right? Yeah. So overall, like my extreme reactions towards the game have congealed into a kind of a flavorless porridge where I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. I'm not hungry anymore, but I can't really taste anything. So whatever. It's just, yeah, it was, a, it was a, a, a gruel of a game. It was uh, it's certainly grueling. I'll tell you what, um, at points, but that water slide, man, fuck, I was angry. I'm still angry about it now. I haven't played that game for a year. I refused to play it again for this podcast. You guys were like, yeah, do some research. I'm like, nah, mate, I've done my research already. I did my time on the front lines of Sonic Forces. Yeah, I was that in the South Exo Sonic for six months. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the fucking torturous bit. You're, you're, just, you're flying all over the fucking place and then you just go off the edge and you die immediately. And the worst part is the level itself, if you don't die, is only about 50 seconds long. Like, <laughs> Last. I swear I, I, I swear I spent like half an hour at least on it my first go. Yeah. 
Literally, then, mate. I, yeah. I game overed. Like, I don't even times. remember this level you're talking about. It's Fuck. good. It's just, <laughs> and I didn't even think it? you could game over because they oh, they removed the lives man. in this game. I think maybe oh, you just threw your controller across. Maybe the I just quit then. <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because I had this and I had like God of War and I was like, why the fuck am I playing this? And I'll tell you why. It's because it's Sonic. <laughs> and it was free and I had to know, fellas. I had to I had to get to the end of it. Yeah, I, I didn't like the Avatar gameplay that much. There's a few semi-competent levels, but it's way better than the team-up stages. And I don't know why they keep thinking this is going to work. It didn't work in Chaotix. It didn't work in Heroes. And you know what? We're going to try controlling two characters at the same time again. Third time. Bound to be the charm. I don't know. I don't think it was the worst thing in Sonic Forces. I just feel like it was a bit confusing. Um, because you forget that. You forget which character you are, and you're kind of like both characters at the same time. And they were kind of clever with it, because Sonic's move is the boost, which is on the button to the left, and then the avatars got their um wisp on and that's a different button so it's like okay you've got these separate you're not having to sort of relearn anything button wise but it still feels like it because in your head you're like well which which one am i it doesn't make sense yeah Mm. but how about those moments when fist bump kicks in Uh. when you team up together we can do anything (laughs) fist bump sonic irl Mm, it's just miserable the man. moment i've been waiting for my entire life this, 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 I'm, this song fucking sucks and also it always kicks in at the worst possible moment i'm just gonna glaze straight over that i ain't got, I ain't got time for this shit <laughs> just glaze, the worst possible moment he'd be just like, such a hater the world, what we can do and then i just fly off into a fucking bottomless pit and die and i'm like i guess that's what i can do great that's let's show the, the whole fucking true world that. sonic experience quick save that quick, is what happened in half of my playthroughs this morning before the podcast when I was like, oh, I should play some of these levels again. And yeah, flinging myself to death into bottomless pits was about half of the experience. This was on my list of potential topics to grant was who is going to admit to liking Fist Bump? And the answer is not Josh, but anybody, <laughs> anybody besides me. Did you have I mean, it's fine enough. <laughs> it's I thought it was change. entertaining. I don't like love it like some of the better vocal songs, but I don't think it's anywhere near the worst either. All right. Well, anybody... Admit to liking Infinite's theme. I don't even remember that one. <laughs> I know. I, I, it's tough to remember. I f- can you can you sing it, Bo? Uh, imagine Linkin Park and Skrillex got <laughs> put into a jail cell for six months and tortured oh. by Zavok. <laughs> Is Linkin Park? Are they also in dubstep? The band? Uh, for a rival <laughs> yeah. band. <laughs> no, it's, it's the one that's like... I am the darkest of badass. I am the toughest of guys. I'm gonna fuck you up real bad. It's not gonna be nice. Wow, I kind of like this song. At least, at least. And then it gets like the leave version. No, but then gets like after all this time. This is what it means to be infinite. Um, it's no Skrillex, oh, yeah. I'll tell you that. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. The days I, of the Knuckles raps are long gone. Remember when we listened to them, we were like, oh, I don't know, fellas, it's a little bit cheesy in retrospect, isn't it? Yeah, even at the time, it was a bop, which is what the kids are still saying. This is just rough, Infinite's theme goes really hard and is way more earnest than even the Sonic Adventure vocal tracks. How, it's not possible. <laughs> It's not possible to be more earnest than that. <laughs> Maybe we are just wrong generation for it. Um, because it's no... That's all it, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, like you said, is it any cheesier than Knuckles' themes in Sonic <laughs> Adventure 1 and 2? It's like, no, but you know that's all like jazzy and fun. And this is... It just is what it is. Sonic music has always been... Uh contemporary or tried to be uh, a weird approximation of contemporary music so it's always been the pop music of the time right but i think certain things and especially with the sonic adventure soundtrack there were some elements of it that are somewhat more timeless like there was an element of like you say a bit of jazz or a bit of funk in it or something that was a little bit out of time with the time um so it didn't feel completely just like oh you know it's 2002 it's all skater pop punk it's not all it wasn't all like that 
so hmm. for this to be you know like edm and crap dumb and drum and bass type that's a hell of a Freudian slip to be <laughs> the fucking dumb and bass every change is that's the whole fucking track and then just have a, a, a bird with a fucking robot voice just like going on about how we're going to fucking save the world and like, I, I can't you can do it yourself love i'm not interested not with this soundtrack i tell you what <laughs> sonic music exists in its own pocket dimension uh so I, I it's hard to say if it'll age better or worse i mean it's already been it's been five years and it definitely doesn't feel Actually, the whole game, it came out in 2017, but the whole game has a feeling of 2014 to me of like, it just, it yeah. just, it, it felt it, aged I, when it came out already. Yeah. 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 I get what you, I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. Of a grunt, you're quite a fan of the end credits theme, which really, oh, when, yeah. when, when I finished the game, it really took me by surprise. Um, because it, it's just a silly ass game. Um, it's really, <laughs> like it's a silly ass game. Um, the story's really, really dumb. They're like, oh, the the horrors of war, but you go get them, buddy. Oh no, the robot <laughs> B. You know, it's just it's 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 dumb. It's really dumb. But then they go for like something poignant. It's, they do the like night the sort of like nineties kind of you know mm. like a 90s disney film kind of end credits like you like oh Absolutely. you've just watched beauty and the beast or whatever i couldn't remember any of that and you you played that to me and i was actually like quite captivated <laughs> i was just like this is from i must have just thrown the controller down and walked out of the room at that point like that thanks fuck yes yeah, it's, it's very like um you know like mask of the phantasm you know the batman movie where i never even told you or um or like <laughs> castlevania symphony of the night um, there seems to be like quite a bit of this in the nineties, where it's like, yeah, you get your your sweet mm. kind of like ballad at the end, and it's like, oh, your sweet, what? sweet, the, sweet ballad, if you will, sweet, sweet, sweet ballad. It's the it's cut from the same cloth, cut from the same cloth. I paid that song no mind at all when I first played it through. I think I had the same experience of Josh of like when I got to the credits, I think I was just like relieved to be because the game is pretty. I mean, it has its frustrations, but it is pretty quick and over pretty fast, except for. The final boss gauntlet, uh, I remember being very tedious, oh, dying a lot, uh, yeah. and then replaying it uh, somewhat recently. I was like, I, I didn't even bother finishing through it on playing it on a separate system. But mm -hmm. when you brought it to our attention, Lee, of like, well, did you ever really listen to The Light of Hope? And the answer was no. And then listening to it, it was like, yeah, wow, this song, this is, uh, it, it, goes, it goes for the feels. It uh, it has that. It feels like it could be at the over the end credits of Pocahontas or something. Um, it has that kind of has that kind of vibe to it, and it's good. I think it's, it's very very earnest. It's not yeah, bad. That's, that's it's, I'd say it's good. I'd say it's good. Um, I just think it's hilarious um, because yeah. it would. It's it absolutely would have worked at the end of let's say The Lion King or something like that. You know, something where it's like yeah, not necessarily a grown up film but something with some gravitas and artistry to it. And yeah, it just it just took me for a loop. It's like, oh, we're doing this. We're being very sincere about it. Like, oh, the war is over. And they've got the, the image of a single flower growing from the ruins <laughs> of a battlefield. I was like, man, you some like someone working on this game was like, we're making art here. <laughs> <laughs> the Sonic Wiki has a line-by-line line breakdown of The Light of Hope, which includes, <laughs> here's the lyric, is, so much has happened, it's hard to bear. And the explanation is, a great deal has happened over the course of the story, almost too much for the resistance to deal with. It's <laughs> not really neat explaining. Oh, my God. Jeez. <laughs> well, now now I know how it relates. Uh, what we missed, <laughs> missed there, though, was that it was also a subtle reference to the bear avatar. <laughs> 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 it was hard for him to <laughs> yeah just getting to that song you have to play through that ending boss which is terrible and i think that shows that this game is sort of a worse version of stuff we've seen in other games in better form and that oh, absolutely. ending boss is a ripoff of the colors last boss which it in colors is hard but once you get it is very satisfying whereas this one it's the same boss's moves, the same sort of gameplay, 
but way harder and way less satisfying because it sucks. Well, this is you got the whole like you said, Grant was saying it's like a boss gauntlet, and it's so you got a whole situation. So that's is that if I'm remembering correctly, because I tried to forget that fucking game, honestly, man. Like, um, it that's the last part of it is the Sonic Colors ripoff boss, right? And then mm-hmm. before that, yeah. you've got the big boy insta death punch the floor make it disappear guy that was some bullshit fucking rage (laughs) yeah i shouldn't be rage quitting a small hedgehog game that's made for babies they literally did a whole we saw it the whole presentation the fucking powerpoint he's got up where he's just like this is level design this is how we do it to make it nice and easy for small children and uh and then and you get to the end and then just that's happening and i'm like who is this game made for like kids would be ruined by this but i guess the only thing is is just that they've got the patience to deal with it whereas i'm just i don't have the time for this shit man i'm 35 years old (laughs) okay what what if i died tomorrow and that was my last that was the last thing i did on on this on on this one of these these worlds whichever world this is (laughs) on this world in this world i that was the last thing i did imagine that We'd have to play Light of Hope at your funeral. Would you? Do you yeah. promise me? Bom, promise me you'll bom. do that. I get promise the birdie, you. Sorry. Get the, that's very aggressive. Get the, birdie, get, the, get the lady who sang it, because she is a lady. She's lovely. Get the lady who sang it to come and sing at my funeral, please. Would you? Um, yeah, I mean, I actually yeah. would. Um, your parents Just might be a bit confused. Me, you'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do okay, it. Thank you. Thank you. This podcast counts as a will. This is it. Yeah. I'm just imagining Lee's up there. He's saying, before I say goodbye to you, one more last fist bomb. And then it's really awkward with the casket. Like, oh, God. <laughs> so here's the thing. Do we think Sonic Forces is a hard game or an easy game? Because the discourse at the time was like, oh, well, Sonic, well, at least it's short and easy, right? At least it's short and easy. Oh, it's, it's actually not one of the worst Sonic games because at least it's short and easy. it doesn't matter if it's bad because at least it's short and easy and I was like I don't think it is an easy game I think it's a game it's short I think they're I think they're conflating the two it's not even that short really with all if you're going for all the collectibles Mm. and all of the like bonus stages there's kind of a lot to collect if you want 100% it because I did I definitely didn't do that I did the bare minimum but yeah you're right there's all like extra missions that unlock as you go through sort of that non-linear kind of thing going on yeah there's a ton of replay value um it's just not all especially interesting like you, you level up your avatar as you go along or like the more missions you complete your avatar is like okay now we've got this medal and that medal and if you've got to do it with all the types, like the bird, the bear, the cat, the dog, you've got to like level them all up if you want to unlock all the extra outfits and stuff. Um, you've got your red star rings, then when you get those, then it's like, oh, now you've got to find some moons instead. Then when you've got those, it's like, oh, now you've got to find these mm. other five things in order. It's not mm. it's not as interesting. Uh, like I like the red star rings, but the other stuff after that is just more red star rings more or less yeah they don't do the sonic adventure 2 or sonic rush adventure style missions how about some last thoughts on forces before we move on i mean we've sort of we've, i think we've circled around all of the like basic things to talk about with it i'm curious where maybe you would rank it among the other boost slash modern sonic games and just uh your overall feeling on it I will say to start to answer that my own prompt that this is the game that I feel most embarrassed to play. This is the game where I'm like, oh, I should hide my privacy settings if I'm going to play Sonic Forces. (laughs) Even the title of it is just very cringy and just like Sonic Sonic Forces. What is Sonic for? It sounds stupid. It the it just seems very. It it feels like it's the worst of the. I don't think it is the worst game in the franchise, but it is like the worst representative that I would ever. Like it's the it's the last game I'd ever want somebody to play as like their first Sonic game, and I feel a bit embarrassed when I'm playing it. Um, I don't. That's it. I don't. I don't think it is terrible, but I think maybe that's just my five years ago nostalgia talking of. Like I said at the beginning, this was kind of the first modern Sonic game that I played through to completion. So I think I give it like a bit of a curve on the grade for that reason, but. Going back to it is is always a painful experience and embarrassing. I keep saying embarrassing because it's just it just is. Um, yes, I'll I'll just say that 
like we can talk about all the different topics and like pick it apart bit by bit. But I think the fundamental thing is nothing feels nice. Like nothing, like nothing controls well. Nothing feels nice to do. Um, Classic Sonic feels a bit too heavy. It's like er the avatar slipping around everywhere. All of the Wispon weapons, there's like no real sense of variety to them. There's no, there's no friction. There's like no like tactile sensation. Like the flamethrower doesn't feel like a flamethrower. There's no, you're not met with any kind of resistance to anything. It's just it's just a bad time, um, especially like coming from the classic Mega Drive Sonic games where everything was like buttery smooth and things reacted the way you expected. Um, you're playing classic Sonic in this or even modern Sonic in the Avatar. You're getting shoved around by the invisible hand of God all the time. You're like speeding up for no reason. It's just scripted in, oh yeah, you speed up here. It's... It's just unpleasant. It's really unpleasant. It feels amateurish. Yeah. Yeah. Embarrassing is the word, really. I don't even know why I finished it. Like, I have some weird, grim obligation. That I'd, like, surely it gets better than this. And it, yeah, it never did. And there's the only bits I remember about it are the bits that annoyed the fuck out of me, which is a terrible measure for a game, really. Oh, I didn't tell you about my avatar as well. Okay, right. I will say I did enjoy the avatar maker because, as Nathan pointed out as well, even us even us jaded old busted ass 30 somethings um we all we made our own characters didn't we we loved it i liked it in this i thought it was a nice thing to do um i made a rabbit in bondage gear um (laughs) because you can do that and isn't that wonderful that you wow it's kind of curious (laughs) that they included those options yeah they absolutely (laughs) did you looked amazing. Uh, Your fan character oh. from when you were eight. <laughs> it came to me in a vision. <laughs> yeah, so what did you make in the game? Um, <laughs> oh, that bow. Um, I'll, I've, got, I've got a screenshot of it. I'll link it in the description, maybe, if anyone's desperate to see this fucking character. Oh, I, I've Fetish seen it. Rabbit. <laughs> you have seen it. Fetish the Rabbit. Uh, oh no, it's Kink the Rabbit. Kink the Rabbit is what it's called. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, he's, a, he's a, yeah, one hell of a good time. So yeah, I had that was probably where I spent most of my time cycling between all the different rubbish, fucking flat-brimmed caps and massive trainers and all that and, and weird bodysuits and, and leotards for some reason. Yeah. Weird amount of effort they put into that. Absolutely no effort put into the rest of the game. Uh, so Avatar Maker, 8 out of 10. Sonic Forces as a whole bollocks uh let's see yeah i haven't gone um yeah like i mentioned i don't really have very many strong feelings about this game either way i played through it i don't really remember anything about it anymore i feel like it was like not a super enjoyable time or memorable time um when i spent with it uh i don't personally feel embarrassed uh that i played it or (laughs) when i was playing it like some of the other folks here have mentioned i think the game itself is embarrassing just because it's not a good product overall and i actually did pull up my own personal spreadsheet that I keep um, a track of every game that I've beaten in (laughs) and my own personal uh, ratings of them. So yeah, I completed Sonic Forces on uh, Christmas Eve 2017 and I rated it at the time a 4 out of 10, which for me is quite bad. Um, But not terrible. I gave Sonic Unleashed on PS3 a 2 out of 10. Um, (laughs) Wow. But I think that was mostly due to how bad that game performed on that platform. Mm. Would you say you like it more than Unleashed? Then? You no, know, honestly, no. <laughs> I think <Okay>. I <laughs> Unleashed is a better game. Even yeah, I think the two out of ten for Sonic Unleashed was mostly just like how frustrated I became with how poorly it ran and how often that ended up in me like dying or not being able to complete objectives in the game as I wanted to. But yeah, Forces is just a very forgettable, unmemorable game, and uh, Unleashed, I think, in general is much more memorable and much more um, more fun moments. And yeah, even the bad stuff like the uh, Werehog. At least it was like trying to do something interesting, whereas the Avatar gameplay doesn't feel interesting to me like at all, like not even on the level of the Werehog. I would rank it well below Colors and Generations, but still way above Lost World. Oh my God. It's an aesthetic disaster. The music is pretty good i feel like some of you guys are underselling even the music and one nice thing i will say about it maybe this is a hot take is that the 
extra puzzle levels at the end are actually kind of good. I enjoyed mm. playing those a little yeah. bit. Maybe I'll go back and give them a try because we got it free on the PlayStation Plus. That's the only reason why I ever fucking played it because I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> I own a um, disc copy and the PlayStation Plus copy. Oh, mate. <laughs> Oh, you got fucked over, man. Honestly, can I? Oh, can I just, as a quick aside, I've just, and I, I was going to mention this earlier, and I completely forgot, because um, Sonic Forces are so forgettable, it causes me to just forget everything else as I talk about it. Um, is that I had actually I played this because I had COVID at the time. This was way in the early days. Wow, of, Sonic uh, Forces gave you COVID. Yeah, that's what I heard. Twenty seventeen. No, not until no, early I, I didn't play this until it came out on PlayStation Plus. Well, wow. I didn't know they had a bad avatar. No, twenty twenty one. Beginning of twenty twenty one. I don't fucking know what year it is anymore, man. Um, a beginning of twenty twenty one. I unfortunately got the COVID nineteen. Um, having not got the other 18 COVIDs and so I didn't know the storyline at all. It was really annoying. Uh, and uh, yeah, and I played Sonic Forces while having COVID and Sonic Forces was worse. And COVID was, and COVID was shit. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, man, that was a bad three weeks. I thought I was going to die. And then I played Sonic Forces and I thought I had died. So that's how fucking bad it is. That's a quote for the box art. Worse than COVID. Worse. Yeah. Sonic Forces gets a COVID out of 19. It's, it fucking sucks. <laughs> those are our thoughts on sonic forces let us know what you think in the discord or in the comments or wherever you know send us an email too hey we've got one more quick segment before we go uh hey we're all about inserting ourselves into the sonic verse with the avatars so we thought why not play one of the sonic the hedgehog mad libs from the movie okay (laughs) uh you know how a mad lib works so uh this is a story called a palace fit for a hedgehog and i guess we'll just kind of go around round robin uh with you guys filling in first i need an adjective edgy edgy need another adjective dripping 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 is an adjective i think so uh we need a noun ice cream ice cream okay need another noun Umbrella. Box. I heard umbrella first. Uh, need an adjective. Saucy. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, I need a noun. Oh, um, Sega Saturn. Oh, okay. Shit. Nice. Nice proper noun. Uh, need a plural noun. Dreamcasts. Furries. <laughs> I, heard, I heard furries. <laughs> need, an, need an adjective. Tough. I'm just going through the infinite theme. <laughs> <laughs> need a need a number. Sixty nine. Hey. Oh, yeah. we, we were all thinking it. Need a color. Vermilion. Oh. Did you say vermilion? Motherfucker. Okay. Just checking. Need another number. Four twenty. LMA. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just a few more. Need a plural noun. Mushrooms. Okay. Uh, need an adjective. Supple. Suddenly, need a place. Eggman Land. Sunset Heights. I heard Eggman Land first. Uh, need a color. Why is this so fucking difficult? Oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> yellow. Easy. Great color, great color. Two more. Plural noun. Um, uh, flaps. <laughs> flaps. <laughs> and lastly, you need a verb. Wow, only one verb through the whole thing, huh? Quickly? Quickly. That's an adverb. Oh, shit. I fucked up. No. Don't you uh, speak English? Uh, <laughs> Isn't that your language? <laughs> yeah, they learned wait, it in remedial we... English 101. Wait, hey. I fucked oh, up. Well, I fucked up. I was under pressure. Um, verb. Yeah, drink words. Um, run, running, Sonic. Okay, it's a run. Okay. All right. All right, here we go. Mad Libs for a palace fit for a hedgehog. Will this be entertaining? Let's find out. Sonic's abode is a very edgy place. At first <laughs> glance, it seems like a dripping cave. But if you look closer... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's actually a comfortable ice cream. For one, Don't those drip? Sonic has a super... <laughs> cozy beanbag umbrella <laughs> when he feels like listening to some saucy tunes from the 1980s 
Sonic turns on his old school Sega Saturn. Pulls out his collection of... It does make sense. He pulls out his collection of furries and jams out. (laughs) (laughs) At least he's not jamming in, if you know what I mean. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no. In addition to great tunes, Sonic has plenty of tough equipment to keep him busy. There's a dryer that Sonic uses as a treadmill to run 69 miles a day. (laughs) (laughs) He has a vermilion ping pong table where he plays against himself. His record is 420 wins and zero losses. Nice. And for that time and for that final touch, Sonic hung mushrooms all over his cave walls. Hmm. He's got a supple photo of Eggman land next to a yellow poster of flaps. <laughs> it may not be much. <laughs> it may not be much, but Sonic loves to run in his cave all the time. The end. <laughs> wow. Well, that kind of worked. That's, what that's a sort story. of worked. Those, Those lips were mad. <laughs> Those were some mad libs. You can get the Sonic Mad Lib wherever they sell Mad Libs. I don't know where that would be. We just stole this one straight from Google Image Search. Uh, all right. Well, that about does it for today's episode on Sonic Forces. Thanks Hooray. for joining us. We did it. We got there. And uh, st- strangely enough, we've currently been recording for two hours and 26 minutes, which is about the same amount of time it takes to play Sonic Forces. So completely uh, on brand. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Bo, thank you once again for joining us and for being such an integral part of this show. Um couldn't do without you thanks for being here Bo. thank you for everything Bo. your invisible hand makes us all sound good it sure does sonic hero yeah you basically mad libs with our clips and that's how we it just stitches it together <laughs> some of the episodes yeah. yeah yeah the game book we're gonna go back to the game book the game book's gonna be coming again soon yes. at some point yes mm. i'm up for it bizarrely you got to like fall asleep halfway through again. We've got to start at 3 a.m. your time again, just for continuity's sake. 